Welcome to Venture, Observe, and Connect. My guest today is Matthew Jordan Smith. He is a fellow Nikon ambassador. He's a portrait photographer, a beauty photographer, and fashion. If anyone gets a chance to check out the work that he's done um, with fashion on the streets of Tokyo with motion, it's absolutely beautiful. Today, Matthew is going to share with us his story about working with Aretha Franklin, the Queen of Soul. So, Matthew, so nice to see you. Thank you for getting up early to tune in from Tokyo. We really appreciate it. Uh, it's wonderful for me to be here, to see you. I'll get up at the middle of the night. doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. To see you be here and talk oh. about your photography and this whole business be wonderful. So thank you for having me. Absolutely. Yeah. So can you tell us how you got started with Aretha Franklin? Oh, wow. So... I shot her for 13 years and the, I guess the, the first call came in, she contacted me and I think she, maybe she saw my first book, Sepia Dreams. My first book was a book on 50 celebrities that I photographed and interviewed about how they each got started in their career. Um, it was like maybe like four years after the book came out, I got a call from her, my agent got a call from her asking uh, for a photo shoot. Um, of course, I was flattered. I'm like, oh, my God, Aretha Franklin wants to work with me. That must have been incredible getting that call. And it were was. You a, were you a big fan? Always, always a big fan of Aretha Franklin. I mean, who could not be? Like, you know, growing up for me, um, yeah, I, I knew of all her music. Um, and she was a person who, oddly enough, uh, an ex-girlfriend really turned me on to her music because she loved her music. Not just liked it, but loved it. And I became a big fan. Uh, I'll say like maybe uh, this is like in the early 90s or so when I became a really big fan of hers. But I never dreamed I'd be working with her or get a call from her to shoot her. And when that happened, I was like, oh my God, Aretha Franklin wants to work with me? That must have been nerve-wracking. <laughs> It was at first. It was at first. So like when I get a call over to shooting anybody, I go into the research. So I'm doing all this research on her. And I read somewhere that she loved yellow roses. So before that first shoot, I sent her a dozen yellow roses with a little simple note saying, here's to a great shoot. Which I've done that forever, like sending roses to people um, to break the ice and say hello. That is a class act. I like that. Thank you. Thank you. But what happened with Aretha that has never happened with anybody before or ever since is when she got the flowers, she called me. Not an assistant, not a manager. She called. What were you doing at the time? Were you like walking down the street or? I I, I actually was walking down the street and uh, I dipped into a place where I could hear her well and not hear the streets of sounds of New York, you know, and all the time when she called that, that first time. And I'm like, oh my God, she's calling me. So we talked and she just wanted to say like, oh, don't worry about the food. I'm taking care of the catering. And she's like, no photographer's ever given me yellow roses before or sent me roses, period, before a shoot. So thank you very much. So that was like our intro to to meeting and having that conversation on the phone. Oh, that must have, yeah, that must have made it so much more comfortable for both of you going into the shoot. It did, because I was nervous. I'm like, it's Aretha Franklin. I'd heard all this stuff about her. I'm like, what's she going to be like? That phone call put me at ease, put her at ease. And it just sounded like that first moment on the phone together 
made it feel like, oh, wow, it's like I know her already. Incredible. So um, so the shoot must have gone well if you continued to photograph her for the next 13 years. It did. It went very, very well. And at the end of that very first shoot, I'll never forget, um, I brought my first book and gave her a gift as my first book, um, Sepia Dreams. And then she said, oh, this is my personal phone number. She wrote it down and said, if you ever need anything, give me a call. I remember like maybe... Six months later, I had heard this this advertisement that she was going to be in in New York at the time. She'd be in New York City, and she was going to be giving a three-day concert. And, and I'm like, wow, she said, give her a call. I'm going to call her people. I mean, she was not her number. It's probably like her manager's number. I'm going to ask, can I follow her around for three days? And just document it. And, and not charge her anything. Just I just wanted to do it for myself. So I called. And she answered the phone, <laughs> which threw me off. I'm like, oh, my God, this is her number. So I'm, I was nervous. So I told her my idea about following her around. She's like, absolutely. I'd love that. And those three days together were just magical. I think that's what really cemented our relationship. Just being with her for three days, following her all around. She wasn't just doing this concert. She was doing everything all over New York. And I'm there documenting everything and you know uh she travels with these, with these bodyguards well she did at the time of course and like maybe the day two or so the bodyguards say oh you should ride in the car with her and i'm like really it was like july in new york city super hot at the time i'm like really can't should i ride in the car with her she's like yeah, yeah, yeah take out take my seat so i get in the car to ride with her and the heat was up. It's like, you know, summer in New York City, but shit, the heat turned all the way up. It was hotter in the car than it was outside the car. Sauna. It was a sauna. So when I got out the car, the bodyguards are dying laughing. They're like... <laughs> <laughs> They're outside. <laughs> exactly. They're like, okay, now do you want to ride for now? I'm like, no, 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 no. No, no, because it was it was so hot in that car because she wanted to take her voice, of course, and keep it oh, warm. I see. She'd okay. wrap her throat with a towel, keep oh. her, her voice right. And, but whew, it was a sauna in the car and in her dressing room. Now, those three days must have been magical. I can't they imagine were, the photos that you got, really intimate behind the scenes incredible it was like it was the beginning of everything i think those three days really made it for us to be with her to be with her team to get comfortable around her her comfortable around me and then just letting her letting me just be there to photograph every moment that was wonderful so what are some of the highlights of the time that you spent with her over the years oh my god i have, I have so many amazing stories working with aretha but one that really stands out. And this is a funny story. So, I mean, they're all funny stories, actually, or interesting stories. But on this day, we're shooting. I shot her everywhere. I shot her in New York, L.A., Detroit. But this day, we're shooting in New York City. And as always, she liked hearing her music. I learned that on the very first shoot. The very first shoot I did with her was in Detroit. And I put together this list of music that I thought she would like, like Motown hits and just all these kind of music like this. And I'm playing the music and I could tell by her expression, she wasn't really into the music. So I stopped to ask her, uh, Miss Franklin, who is your favorite new singer today? 
And she looked at me and she says, me. So I thought she didn't hear me correctly. I said, I said, no. So who's your favorite new singer? And she looks at me and she says, me. <laughs> so I got the hint right then and there that first shoot. She likes hearing her music. So I started putting together my music, my favorite music of Aretha Franklin. And I played that on every single shoot for the rest of the time that we worked together. All those years, I played my favorite Aretha music. Oh, that must have been so incredible, listening to her music while you were photographing her. I've got to tell you, it was the best. It was the best. So we're shooting in New York City one day. This is like years later. We're shooting in New York City, and I'm playing the music that I play all the time when I shoot her. And she's into the music. I mean, everyone in the room is like lost in this one song. And then out of the blue, she begins singing. I mean, she's like four feet in front of me. And I'm shooting her and she begins singing. I'm like really singing. She's like lost in the song. Belting it out. Belting it out. Head back. She's gone. She's into the song, singing along. The whole room is like, <gasps> because it sounded amazing. I that and did you continue photographing or did you put your camera I, down i kept shooting i kept mm-hmm. shooting so out the blue I, did, I didn't mean for this to happen but i started singing along with her before i knew it i'm lost in the song she's singing i'm singing i'm still shooting but then all of a sudden as soon as i started singing she stops and looks at me and says jordan she called me jordan <laughs> baby don't sing. <laughs> I mean, the entire room is bursting out laughing, including Aretha. That is hysterical. It was a song that I could sing along with in harmony. I was playing, like, singing the, the background part. And she's like, no, 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 no. This is not a song for you to sing. Don't mess up my song. She was not having it. No, she was not. <laughs> so I learned that day, don't sing with the queen. Not when she's singing. I thought about that story so often because most artists, every artist I've ever shot before who a uh, singer, they don't want to hear their music. They're, maybe they're tired of hearing that song over and over again. So this song, she's probably heard it a million times, but to see an artist love the music that way, I've never seen that before. She was singing it like she'd heard it for the first time and she loved her music. It seems like it put her in a zone. It did. I mean, in that moment, she was lost in that song. It was like better than a concert. That day we were shooting in studio and then we took a break, like a three hour break. Uh, She went to have dinner. Then we met again later on that night to shoot in Times Square. So me and my crew get there to set up before, of course, somebody's paying attention to us, you know. Um, And then she shows up, you know, we have a, a Winnebago for the crew and everything. We've got police blocking off an area. We have it lit the whole nine yards of, set up the the light to shoot my assistants before she gets there, make sure everything's perfect, you know, testing the lights with the light meter, all that stuff. Then she comes. When people notice it's her, of course, crowds gather around. Uh, and police are there, but the police aren't really doing much because they want her autograph, <laughs> which is funny. I shouldn't say that. They, they do they do the job. They keep people away. But her bodyguards are the ones who are doing all the work, really. But it was wonderful because, of course, people are screaming her name the entire time we're shooting. I wish we had video footage of that because it was it was chaotic. But it was fantastic because she was like, 
And then she'd be on and just, just singing away. And she was in her zone. That day was just an incredible day. And at the very end, she bowed to the audience. Like, you know, she didn't sing for them, but she just like bowed and, you know, waved to everybody. And then I got pictures of us together at the end, just hugging her. And so it was wonderful to see her there and to shoot her there and just capture the moment uh, in, in images that, you know, most the world's never seen before. But it was just incredible and an amazing day. One of many, many amazing days. When she passed, she passed in 2018. She was working on another album. And we have been trying to shoot easily eight months. And every shoot we put together, at that time I'm living here in Japan, um, every shoot we put together fell through, every one, because she was so sick. And the, the last shoot we had put together, I'd flown to, to the States already. And it was the day before the shoot when I get the call. No, I get a text from uh, one of her team saying she was rushed to the hospital. It never happened. So you were on your way to photograph her? Yeah. Actually, I had wow. flown to the States. I had flown to the States. Um, studio booked. It's, it's, it's the weekend of Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving weekend. So, you know, you can't reach anybody. But the night before Thanksgiving, she gets sick and she's rushed to the hospital. And wow. She was in there for a few months. She came out a little bit, but it was long before that, before she passed. Yeah, yeah. Wow, wow. Um, did you photograph her um, her service or anything like that at the end? I did. I did. I, I had to go. I, I photographed. And Detroit, the entire city came out for it. So I photographed everything. You know, the, the people in the street, the long lines to go to the church, you know, to, to view the body. The her service was lasted all day. It was like a ten hour service. Um, I'd flown in. I'd booked my ticket to fly out when I thought it would be over, but I had to leave the service early, like most people did, to make to, to make my flight. Uh, I remember getting to the airport, and there are other celebrities at the airport who were there who had performed. Um, all waiting for their flights as well. And there was a bar and they were playing the service in the bar. So up until my flight left, I was watching the end of the service uh, before I had to board, board my flight. Wow. Yeah. Um, you know, what strikes me is just how you built this relationship with her and how important that is for other photographers to think about. It seems like you just approached it the right way by reaching out to her ahead of time and you know just you being you Thank I think you. she just felt really comfortable and she just embraced you and it just turned out to be an incredible um, thing to be able to document her 13 years of her life it was. It absolutely was. Matthew, thank you so much for spending time with us today. We really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you, Deanne. All right. Take care. Bye.